Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome to the second hour of Rudy Max's World, where we talk travel all the time. I'm Rudy Maxi, your genial radio show host. And if you're a first-time listener, let me assure you, I'm not here to sell you anything. Got nothing to sell you. Got nothing. Well, I got DVDs to sell you, but it's not what the show's about. Um, I'd like to sell you on the idea that travel, whether literal or in mind, is a good thing. I'm a travel journalist. I'm not a travel agent. I hope you'll be joining me every weekend and exploring the world with a sense of curiosity as every weekend we take a broad look at travel via interviews with interesting guests as well as... Uh, uh, updates on travel news and deals. Now, five days a week, I do a travel minute for many of our stations, and you can find transcripts of those minutes at the radio show's website, which is rudymaxa.com. And if you enjoy my shows on the world's great destinations on public TV, you can find a link at rudymaxa.com to those shows as well, uh, about 91 of them. So, yeah, I do. I, I got some TV shows to sell you, but that's not what this show is about. Um, I also post travel tips and anecdotes, as well as links to many of our guests on our face on my Facebook fan page, which is Rudy Max at Travel Slash Leisure. You can join the more than 4,000 folks who hit that like button there if you find something of interest. All right, on the menu this hour, we're going to take a look at a very strange but very important debate, at least to folks who fly commercially. It's going on in D.C., and it's about how airfares should be displayed to consumers online or in advertisements. Talk about two completely different takes on a subject. Charlie Leoka of the, uh, um, it used to be called the Consumer Travel Alliance, it's now called the Travelers United, will be joining me in just a few minutes. Then I read a stunning article in last week's New York Times travel section on crime and women who travel the world alone. We talk a lot on this show about the opportunities for women to roam the globe. This piece was a sobering look at when bad things happen to good people. The author of that article, Lauren Wolf, will join me at about 18 after the hour. Then a well-known tour guide, at least in Cape Cod, takes us through a swing through that part of the country. He'll probably want to make you to go there this make you want to go there this summer. And an art fair expert suggests designing a trip around art and art festivals. Toward the end of the hour, a guest asks, instead of leaving your car at the airport and paying those parking fees when you set out on a trip, why not rent out that car for a little extra walking around money? That's a concept of flight car, and we'll talk with the co-founder of that new business in just a few minutes. First, just a very quick look at some news on travel this week. Microsoft and Skype this week unveiled a project that companies, uh, companies have clearly been working on for a while. It's a simultaneous translation service. What that means is it allows two people speaking different languages to converse courtesy of almost simultaneous translation. Now, consider the possibilities for travelers. Right now at Munich's airport in Germany, travelers can access kiosks and ask questions of off-site personnel who speak a number of languages. But as Skype Translator, which is what it's called, Skype Translator, as that becomes more sophisticated and widespread, the ability for cross-language conversation will grow even more. It's the future, even now. Maybe you heard our show on April 19th. That's when we hosted the first radio interview with Scott Brusaw. Along with his wife, Scott had spent years developing what he calls a solar roadway. He embedded solar cells in a parking lot to test to see if maybe someday our millions of miles of roadways can't be turned into giant platforms for solar cells. Embed them in concrete and let the sun shine on them. It's a radical idea. And simultaneous with our radio interview, they launched a fundraising drive to further expand their research. And this week, they blew past their goal of raising $1 million. They're up to $1.7 million as of this weekend. Um, and uh, they've had more folks uh, contributing money to any project 
than the uh, website Indiegogo has ever had for any one project. Wow, how about that? Well, as I mentioned, uh, travelers are uh, a little are, are right now. Uh, well, a lot of people, not just travelers, but also legislators, are debating the question of how airfares ought to be displayed so that folks can comparison shop intelligently. Charlie Leoka of Travelers United is a frequent guest on the show discussing consumer travel issues. Charlie, welcome back. Hey, glad to be here. All right, we have a very different set of opinions in Washington regarding what is called airfare transparency. Uh, a piece of legislation is called that anyway. we got very different viewpoints on this, 180 degrees, don't we? We really do. And this whole thing came about uh, with the House uh, Transportation Infrastructure Committee about a month ago decided that they were going to jam through a, a bill and get it, get it through committee at least, which says that the airlines should be allowed to break out taxes and fees and advertise only their airfares. In other words, what this would mean is that uh, an airline like Spirit Airlines would be able to advertise $9 from Boston to Myrtle Beach. But, you know, we all know that's not going to be true. Then later on, they're allowed to, on a, to as, a, as you click through their website, oh, by the way, we forgot to tell you about these taxes. Oh, and by the way, there are all these fees. And, oh, we've got some new fees for you. So it really becomes a very unfriendly consumer process. And so what they're trying to do is turn back a rule that the Department of Transportation set up about two years ago, which requires the airlines to at least include mandatory taxes and fees together with their airfares in any advertisements. As soon and as so, you see, right. And, and, and the obvious problem with this, the obvious problem is, is we go into, say, a third-party website like Expedia, Travelocity, or Orbit's a comparison shop, and we might see a Spirit at $9, and we see American or Delta at much more, and we think, oh, my good, well, clearly we've got to fly Spirit. But by the time you work your way through all the fees and find out about the taxes being added and the airport fees and the security fees, the fares are, you know, might even be higher than uh, the big boys' fares. That's the problem. And so why does Congress call this the air, airfare transparency uh, bill? I mean, that, that's ridiculous. It isn't transparent. It's, it's as you said, I think you said in commentaries, it's very Orwellian. Yeah, we're telling you it's transparent. Uh, maybe it isn't, but we're telling you it is. Well, I think that what they thought they were going to do is that they were going to be able to get this pushed through quickly. They were going to have it uh, passed under suspension rules, so nobody really had to debate it. However, um, Travelers United got word of this. We spoke with other organizations in Washington, and we've all banded together to stop this kind of anti-consumer behavior. And then Senator Menendez, on the Senate side, uh, introduced another bill, which is exactly the opposite of the House bill, where he says, let's keep the system that we have right now, but double the fines if anybody violates it. And so those are the two bills which are right now sort of battling each other in Washington. And, and it looks like we're going to be able to hold our own, and neither bill will be passed. That's my assessment. But we're going to keep the status quo. Well, that was going to be my next question, of course, and I'm glad to hear it. I like that Senator Mendendez from New Jersey calls his the real Airfares Transparency Act. <laughs> He had a good take on that. Uh, and the other thing which is happening right now, and we, I'll come back and speak with you more about that on another show, is that the Department of Transportation is now beginning uh, to uh, the process of having the airlines disclose baggage fees and seat reservation fees 
while you're buying your airfares. So you can actually really compare the total cost of travel. And that's a really big deal. It's been almost three years in the making, and it's now going up. It's being open for comments from the public. So that's Excellent. coming up, and that will become, it's already started, and it runs through the end of August. All right. We'll have you back on to talk about that. Thank you, Charlie. Okay. And one other quick thing is our petition against the Airfares Transparency Act just hit 100,000 signatures. It's the most successful petition ever when it comes Terrific. to travel. Terrific. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Introducing Orbit's Rewards. It's the only way to earn and redeem rewards instantly. And the only thing better than earning and redeeming instant travel rewards? Earning and redeeming even more instant travel rewards. When you join Orbit's Rewards, use the promo code GETHAPPY for an extra 15% off eligible hotels. Instant rewards you can pile on top of more instant rewards. That's what we call happy. Sign up now at Orbitz.com rewards to get instant gratification or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Hey, welcome to Boost Mobile. What can I get for you today? Well, uh, what are your options? Well, you can pick a phone and get a plan starting at just $40 a month with unlimited talk, text, and data. Hmm, okay, okay. Uh, how much is the plan for uh, this smartphone? $40 a month. What about the plan for that one with the huge screen? Yeah, that one also is $40 a month. Even with the new Samsung Galaxy S5? Yep. How much is the plan with that shiny gold phone? <laughs> it's got to be like, what, a thousand bucks, right? Wrong. No matter which phone you choose, our plan started at $40 a month. Okay, okay, I get that. But but what about... Pick the phone you want on the plan you want. Plan starting at only $40 a month for unlimited talk, text, and data on a nationwide Sprint 4G LTE network. Boost Mobile. $40 plan includes 500 megabytes a month of 3G, 4G high-speed data. Video streaming may be limited to 3G speeds. Shrinking payment discounts are not included with monthly unlimited select plans. Coverage not available everywhere. Sprint 4G LTE reaches over 200 million people. Phone availability may vary. Additional restrictions apply. See in-store materials or boostmobile.com for details. Telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here. It's about 18 minutes after the hour. And uh, this segment, I'm looking for my brought to you by message. Uh, this segment is brought to you by our friends at Orbitz.com. Orbitz Rewards is the only way to earn and redeem rewards instantly, the company reminds you. And what's better than earning and redeeming instant travel rewards? Well, earning even more instant travel rewards. And when you join Orbitz Rewards, if you use the promo code GETHAPPY, you'll get an extra 15% off eligible hotels. 
Instant rewards you can pile on top of more instant rewards. That's what Orbitz calls happy. You can sign up at Orbitz.com slash rewards to get instant travel gratification or vacation gratification, as they call it. Or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. Perhaps you read last Sunday's New York Times travel section. There was a disturbing piece in there. I mean, a very good piece, but disturbing uh, to me to read, written by Lauren Wolf. It was headlined, Women Alert to Travel's Darker Side. And it was a look at crimes against women travelers, um, not only around the world, but, but in the United States. And uh, I thought I would introduce my guest, Lauren Wolf, who wrote that article by talking about a couple of particular crimes against women, but I just found that entirely too uh, graph, well, just too depressing, frankly. I mean, uh, th- th- it happens, and we'll talk about it in connection with my conversation with Lauren. She is a columnist with Foreign Policy Magazine and a director of Women Under Siege, which is a journalism project of the Women's Media Center. Ms. Wolf, thanks for joining me. Nice to have you here. Hi, thank you. So, what? I don't. Let's let's begin at the beginning. What prompted you to take a look at crimes against women traveling? And I gather most of these were women. Uh, most of the certainly the anecdotes. That's the wrong word. The stories that you had in your story uh, were women traveling alone. Am I correct? Yes, for the most part. Um, what prompted me was we kept hearing about you know. Okay, so it was about two years ago in New Delhi. There was that terrible rape and evisceration of that woman on a bus. She was a local woman, and that made headlines. But as someone who works a lot of, you know, on stories about violence against women around the world, I was sort of amazed because it was the first time we heard about that. So I started realizing, you know what we do hear about? We hear about Western women in countries like India, and we hear about those attacks, you know, and they're really loud in the news. And I always wonder, is this something that is truly getting worse? You know, is this something that as the years progress, there are more and more rapes of tourists? Or, you know, so is this just something we're hearing about more? So I decided to take a little bit closer look at that. And what did you find? Well, the interesting thing is nobody keeps statistics. Um, you know, the government, the U.S. government doesn't keep statistics on these attacks. Um, I couldn't find anything at NGOs. So there's really no way to know for sure. But what I did find is that whenever you talk about an attack on a Western tourist, there are, you know, thousands of attacks on local women. So it's Mm -hmm. a really interesting dichotomy. You know, what do we hear about in the news versus what is the the real situation on the ground? Well, this show is a big proponent of travel. Obviously, we're a travel show, but we do take a a pretty uh, gimlet eye to it. We talk a lot about with women, and there are some women's uh, websites run by women that are primarily tailored toward women travelers to help them keep safe and so on. Um, but having read your piece, I mean, I, I wanted to call my, my daughter and, you know, every woman I know and say, like, don't go traveling alone. Just take somebody mm-hmm. with you, will you? Um, well, you know what's funny about that is that's the reaction I've been getting. And I, I have to be honest, I'm pretty surprised because I don't have a problem traveling alone. You know, I take sensible precautions, as I think most women do. But, you know, I don't have a fear of the world, and I didn't know that that would be the takeaway necessarily from this piece. I thought, okay, we all know this is happening, and I'm trying to tell you that the numbers are actually pretty low. So if you kind of think of it like that, maybe it's just hard to read it all in one place. You know? I was <laughs> just going to say, it's, it's a conglomeration yeah. of these crimes uh, scattered all around the world, from India to Mexico to Brazil to Turkey. I mean, that, uh, uh, that, you know, you read the piece and you go, whoa, you put... <laughs> in the paper and you don't want to, you want to bar the front door if you're a woman, you know? Um, right. I mean, and you definitely want to take those precautions, but at the same time, I don't think this is news to any woman necessarily. You know, I think we just inherently realize yeah. there are risks for us out in the world. You know, as I wrote in the piece, like there's a different map for us. 
you know, we do have to kind of think about whether we go out at night alone, what, what we wear, that kind of thing, you know. My, my guest is Lauren Wolf. She's a columnist for Foreign Policy Magazine, director of Women Under Siege. It's a journalism project with the Women's Media Center. So obviously she's in tune to women in the world. And her piece in last Sunday's New York Times about violence against uh, solo women travelers uh, was, was an eye-opener. And we're discussing that right now with her. Uh, you know, it's still so distressing, not just involving women travelers, but as you say, crime in other countries and even here in the United States. I mean, we're reading about it on college campuses uh, that the victim is still blamed by sometimes by law enforcement. That, you know, it's 2013. I thought we were over that. <laughs> right. I mean, it was amazing to speak to tourist, tour operators in Istanbul where Sarai Sierra, she was killed a few years ago. She was a New Yorker, so that's where I am, and it, it was huge news here. You know, she was alone. There were um, some rumors floating around the, the media that she'd had some marital discord. So the shop owners I spoke to all said, you know, she brought this on herself. She was where she shouldn't have been. She was alone. She should have been with her husband. You know, it was a, a prevalent theme, you know, not just in Istanbul, but, but that was certainly shocking to hear from these men's mouths. She should have been with her husband? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, I had really interestingly, a woman wrote to me the day the piece came out to tell me that she was carrying a big camera. So, she, you know, that put her at risk. And I just thought that was a really fast, you know, she had a whole list of reasons the woman basically deserved to die, which is, you know, kind of an amazing thing, victim blaming of another, you know, I think women sometimes do that because they feel scared and they think, well, if I don't carry a big camera, you know, if I speak the local language, nothing bad can happen to me. So I had a woman write to me and tell me all of these reasons that Sarai Sierra had put herself truly at risk, whereas my opinion is that she did something all of us do. You know, we want to go to places where we don't speak the language, and we try to be careful. Um, so, you know, the victim blaming is not just from men, it's from everyone. You also mentioned that, uh, that Sarah Benson, who has written for the Lonely Planet guidebook, was in Malaysia, and she was on a rickety bicycle. Uh, she was working on, on the Lonely Planet Guide for that, for that country, and some guy was following her, making crude gestures and comments, and she went to a police station in a village, and all she got was uh, derision from the cops, like, well, you're a white woman traveling around by yourself, so you got mm-hmm. what you deserved. But, the, you know, the really important point, too, is that that happens in this country, believe it or yeah. not. You know, yeah. I think it, it's very easy to kind of point fingers at the developing world or places, you know, there, certainly there are different problems when, when the rule of law is kind of weaker, when justice systems are weaker. But, you know, I have friends here who've been laughed at by the police. Like, it, it, it's not just a third world kind of issue. Well, it's interesting that, you're t- that you thought that, that, that someone would read this piece and, and, and not be a little uh, uh, tentative about traveling if you're a woman alone. I mean, it's it really... I know. It's, but it, you're also talking to someone who writes about, you know, rape in Syria and all kinds of terrible things related to war. So to me, peacetime is a, is a relatively safe prospect. Well, that's true. That's true. Although some of your stories are, are, are quite uh, uh, quite terrible. And, uh, you know, and, and it's good to remember because we have a lot of... I mean, I do meet a lot of young women who are, you know, sort of thinking, okay, it is 2013. I'm just going to head out and backpack around wherever, you know, India or wherever, Southeast Asia or Europe and, or even the United States. And I'm fine because, you know, I'm a woman, hear me roar and, and we're evolved and the police are there to help. And I suppose it's yeah. good to remember that uh, not everybody's in yeah. your mindset. Right. I think that's absolutely true. You know, I'm not trying to downplay anything. I just think it's, it would be a shame to not let yourself go see what you want to see. But, you know, as I write in the piece, I think it makes 
it's just common sense to know how to call the local police. That seems like such an easy thing, but it's not 911 in most countries. Um, you know, have the number of your hotel on you. Just just use your common sense. Um, I don't think that anybody should be stopped from seeing anything. And, I, you know, also just sort of feel out the local customs, you know, dress how the local people dress. You know, I don't mean in some kind of parody, but if no one's wearing shorts and tank tops, then maybe don't wear shorts and tank tops. You know, sure, not use it over that women right like don't don't go absurd but maybe just respect the way you know the local yeah and if it's a dicey work. if it's dark i mean have the restaurant call a cab a metered cab for you just sure. come since you know, we talked uh, in the first hour and i've got to say goodbye to you in about 45 seconds uh, uh lauren but we talked in the first hour with a, a travel expert on brazil uh, you know there's been a lot of this brazil is famous for its street crime and the world cup's coming up and he was saying register with the state department before you travel you can go to the state department website give them your itinerary they can send you out alerts if something's happening and uh, it might be good advice not just to women but any other travelers i've never done that actually i know you can do it but i've never thought about it but it does make some sense particularly if you go missing sure also you can check the state department website it will give you travel updates and alerts and they do give you know specific warnings for women or for you know sicknesses and things like that. So you can really keep yourself informed before you go. Excellent advice. Excellent article. You can find it at nyt.com. Just type in Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, Lauren Wolf with an E on the end, and her article will come up. Lauren, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Lauren Wolf's a columnist with Foreign Policy Magazine. She's the director of Women Under Siege Project, which is a journalism project of the Women's Media Center. Her piece on women travelers and crime was in last Sunday's New York Times travel section. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Introducing Orbitz Rewards. It's the only way to earn and redeem rewards instantly. And the only thing better than earning and redeeming instant travel rewards? Earning and redeeming even more instant travel rewards. When you join Orbitz Rewards, use the promo code GETHAPPY for an extra 15% off eligible hotels. Instant rewards you can pile on top of more instant rewards. That's what we call happy. Sign up now at Orbitz.com rewards to get instant gratification or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, Go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It is 33 after they are. Hey, if you're headed to, if you're headed to Cape Cod uh, this summer, you might want to look up Arthur Ratsey. His card reads Arthur Ratsey's or Arthur's Cape Cod because he's a longtime local. He's a, uh, a well-known tour guide there. He used to work with the Cape Cod Chamber of Commerce. He owned a restaurant. He works for a ferry company. The guy's been, the guy's done every job there is in Cape Cod as near as I can find. Arthur, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rudy. Okay. Uh, for folks who have not been to Cape Cod, we have listeners all over the country, and thanks to the Internet all over the world, 
Sell me on Cape Cod. Give me, give me your elevator pitch on this place. Oh boy, we get, yeah, the elevator pitch is what it's got to be. Yeah, uh, actually, we can start off with 115 beaches over 500 miles of the coastline and uh, museums, galleries, 106 miles of uh, bike trails, uh, we restaurants. We've got it all, and uh, you know, uh, among them is this uh, part of the National Seashore, which is our park down here that. John F. Kennedy took and, and put it into a national park, and we have 40 miles of absolutely pristine, pristine beach. And these are serious beaches. This isn't a thin strip like sometimes along the Pacific coast. These are wide, long, broad beaches. Is that a fair description? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the National Seashore uh, is just, it's, it's an absolutely, it, you've got to see it to believe it. And that's uh, exactly when I bring people down there, they say, wow. It, that's all they can say is, wow. Now, this um, Cape Cod is, is, is not far from Boston, but it's, it really sticks out into the ocean. It's larger than most people think. And there are, aren't there distinct towns that have distinct personalities that dot the Cape? Yeah, you know, from one end to the other, this is, again, a misconception of the Cape. They think it's a very small place. But from the bridge to the tip, Provincetown, uh, it's 75 miles, so it, it's big. I mean, we've got 250,000 people who live here year-round. But uh, in terms of the towns, we've got 15 towns, and they do have their own personalities. Like Hyannis, of course, is kind of the hub because it's in the middle, and that's where you know JetBlue will be coming into in June. And we also have uh, Falmouth, which is a very family-friendly town. We have Provincetown, which is a, a gay lesbian community. Uh, we have Chatham, which is a very high-end uh, caliber-type uh, place. Uh, we've got it all. And you mentioned JetBlue flying in there. Is this is this new service from where? It's uh, it's going to be starting from New York. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, June 26th. And this is a pretty and short flight, flying isn't it? Daily. It's going to be a daily flight. It's about a 40-minute ride. How, how long ride? I'm sorry. We're talking over each other. How long a ride is it? About 40 minutes. About 40 minutes out of New York's JFK or LaGuardia? Uh, they're going out. Rudy, I have to yes. say, I really am not sure. I'm sorry, Arthur. What did you say? I have to say that I'm, I'm really not sure what, what, what airport they're flying I, I think out. it's probably JFK. That is JetBlue's I, hub. I that think would be so, my, too. That would be it is JFK. My, my guess. Now, it's now, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, uh, this week starts June. Um, June begins. Is it too late to get accommodations no. uh, on Cape Cod, or, or can you still plan a decent summer vacation? You, you, you can and you should. No, there, there's really no time of the year, Rudy, that uh, you cannot get accommodations on Cape Cod. Um, you know, we've got some 24,000, I mean, we got over 19,000, I'm sorry, guest rooms. I mean, there's, there's plenty of room and there's availability all the time. Obviously, uh, if you're looking, let's say, for oceanfront, you're not going to get it possibly because uh, those are the ones that generally go first. So mm -hmm. you may not have the option. So the earlier you, the, that you book, the better off you're going to be. Now, I think, and I, I mentioned when we did something on Cape Cod in the first hour, um, with uh, I, I mentioned I haven't been there since I was a like, little kid. I do remember mm -hmm. my, you know, having lobsters crawling around the living room floor and then <laughs> putting them in the pot. Um, but but I, when I think of Cape Cod, I think of B&Bs. I think of rental uh, property, rental homes for families and so on. I don't think of chain hotels. Uh, am I way behind the times? Are there Hiltons and Marriott's and Holiday Inns and everything up along the coast? Yeah, we do in some of, in, in some of our bigger towns, like Hyannis, 
They've, they've okay. got some of the bigger flag hotels. Uh, Falmouth does, but no, most of the most of the Cape is uh, again. The other communities do not have the big big hotels. Think of the small uh, B and Bs, the modern power operations, which are great. I mean, we get some beautiful bed and breakfasts up here. And I, I, I imagine that'd be a very very nice nice way to stay and see a, see a place that's uh, wild yet civilized. Yes, that's a, that's a great way of putting it. I mean, it's uh, again. I, I go back to the National Seashore and what Rob was saying about it being what it is. It's just it's so pristine, and we we appreciate that Pre- President Kennedy just saved that for us. And where do you live, Arthur? I live actually in Mashpee, which is a town that's one of the fifteen towns between um, uh, Falmouth and Hyannis. And do you have some seafood up there? <laughs> As a matter of fact, we've got a few tons kicking around. Uh, seafood is number one. That's our number one um, uh, thing to eat up here, seriously, even though we have some great restaurants. We've got, a, we've got over almost 1,000 restaurants up here. But seafood is the key. Lobster, uh, f- absolutely fresh fish because we've got different ports on Cape Cod where they actually go down, the, the restaurants will go down during the day and get the, the catch of the day, bring it back to the restaurant, and it's on the menu that night. doesn't get any better lo- than that. I love it so. Arthur Ratsey is a longtime Cape Cod resident, resident, excuse me, and I would refer you to capecodchamber.org if you want to make some vacation plans. Arthur, thanks for being, in the, being on the show today. Rudy, thank you very much. Capecodchamber.org is the website. I'm Rudy Maxa. That's the radio show. We'll be back in just a moment with more Travel Talk. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Just when you thought summer couldn't get any better, the Home Depot has 10% off in-store patio furniture. So let's show the back patio a little love for a lot less. Give it the attention it deserves and your friends the invitation they've been looking for. The party's on at your place. Let's do this. 10% off in-store patio furniture. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. While supplies last U.S. only, products and prices may vary by store. Discount taken at register. Most Americans know they're at risk for identity theft, but many still aren't sure if they need Identity Guard. To clear things up, you need Identity Guard if you have done any of the following. Opened a bank account, ordered a pizza, lived indoors, filled a prescription, filed taxes, paid your electric bill, been born, owned a cell phone, attended kindergarten, or visited a website. If you've done any of these, go to IdentityGuard.com free to help protect your personal information with a free trial. Identity Guard. Because it doesn't take much. Welcome to Boost Mobile. What can I get for you today? What are your options? Well, you can pick a phone and get a plan starting at just $40 a month with unlimited talk, text, and data. How much is the plan for uh, this smartphone? $40 a month. Even with the new Samsung Galaxy S5? Yep. How much is the plan with that shiny gold phone? It's got to be like, what, a thousand bucks, right? Wrong. No matter which phone you choose, our plans start at $40 a month. But, but what about... 
Pick the phone you want on the plan you want. Unlimited talk, text, and data starting at only $40 a month. And right now, you can get a free phone or $100 off a new phone when you switch to Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile. $40 plan includes 500 megabytes a month of 3G, 4G high-speed data. Video streaming may be limited to 3G speeds. Shrinking payment discounts are not included with monthly unlimited select plans. Coverage not available everywhere. Sprint 4G LTE reaches over 200 million people. Phone availability may vary. Free phone or $100 discount valid until 63014 and participating dealers in select markets with new monthly activations porting from non-Sprint-related carriers with purchase of a new device. Free phone limited to certain models. $100 credit applied towards purchase of Boost Phone. Additional restrictions apply. See in-store materials for details. Geico presents a man who just saved on his motorcycle insurance. First off, my name is Daryl. Second, this is no motorcycle. This monster is 1,100 cc's of raw internal combustion power. Feel the ground shake! Now, I know what you're thinking. Where's this science teacher's logical attitude that goes with his sensible sneakers? Well, Mr. Reigns on my parade, I saved a bunch on motorcycle insurance with GEICO. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got some young minds that need molding. GEICO Motorcycle. See how much you could save. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. We're every weekend on your favorite radio station talking all travel all the time. And, you know, we talk about all kinds of travel. How about traveling to see art, going to art fairs, going to art festivals? Connie Mettler is an expert on that. I am not, so it's good to have her here. She's a publisher of ArtFairCalendar.com, which is a great resource for finding out where there are fine art fairs and festivals. Connie Mettler, what's the difference between an art fair and an, uh, an art festival? What is the difference? Oh, it's strictly um, word, the words, what they choose. It's regional kind of thing. On the East Coast, they're more likely to call them fine craft shows. In the Midwest, they're more to be more often to be called fairs. And on the West Coast, they're called festivals, but basically no differences, just that. All right. Well, good. That's because things are always more fun on the West Coast, so they call them festivals. I see. How, how do you... Uh, now, now there are people who will build their travel plans, I presume, around an art fair. Well, this this is one of my initiatives. I've been in this business a long time, and my, used to earn my living with my husband doing art fairs. And this is like art fair tourism. You know there are people who travel thousands of miles to attend these art fairs. We're not talking about the big gallery ones like at Art Basel and things like that. We're talking about street shows, the tents, all those white tents set up in your neighborhood. And um, they are wonderful draws. Um, And I I lost the track of your question. (laughs) Oh, I was was just talking about people traveling. Do they travel generally to go buy art or just to look? Well, the, the shows that are really the good shows, and is because people are buying, right? Right. Artists, it is an expensive business to be in for an artist to travel from Minneapolis to Houston to do an art fair, set up, sit, be there for three or four days and all of that. So they have to sell when they're there. So these events are really set up so attractively, so beautifully, that it draws people who are interested in art. I was asking a friend about this the other day. I said, so if I was going to go to Scottsdale, why would I go golfing instead of an art fair? And he said, well, they like art. Easy, right? <laughs> so they're <laughs> right. set up for people. <laughs> I was like, all right, that, that's it. So the people who like art will show up. The festivals and fairs are destination events, the, the big ones, the good ones. 
and um, they will have like 260 oh, to 1,000 artists, depending. These artists have all been through a rigorous selection process. You can't just buy a space. There's a lot of competition because it's a good business. And in addition to seeing wonderful art there, often they have headliners with great stages with interesting work. You will find shows that have the best restaurants in the cities represented there. It is, and children's entertainment, it's like a, it's a destination. It's, it's we're a festival. See some art and, yes, that's right. We're going to see some art. We're going to some art. We're going to some artists. We're going to learn about some art. Then we're going to have a glass of wine and maybe a Ruth Chris Steakhouse dinner. And then we're going to go look at the art some more. So it's um, it's a really it's really a great destination. Well, how do I determine? Okay, so let's say I go to your website, artfaircalendar.com. How do I make a determination about what art fairs are special and might appeal to me as opposed to others? Well, there's a really easy link there. There's one that says Best Art Fairs. And we did <laughs> well, that's <it>. easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We did a nationwide survey last uh, year and announced the, like, the 50 best art fairs in the country. And um, if you click on that link that says Best Art Fairs, it's like given out in a yearly thing. Where to start in the fall, in the winter, of course, they're going to be in California and in Florida, and that moves through lots of great shows of the Midwest and during the summer and then on into the fall. So if there's a great space there, and they have links to every one of these shows, so you can see what kind of art there is at the shows. You can see what other kinds of arrangements they are. These art fairs that are the really good ones, they have great, they'll have their websites, you know, where I can park where I can stay, what to expect, what the hours are, show schedule. So, you know, it's all online. That's where, where do you I live, goes, Connie, right? and what's, your, what's the next art fair you're going to? I live in south, southern Michigan, and yeah. I'm uh, week after next, I'm heading to Chicago for one of my very favorites, the Old Town Art Fair, which is in a wonderful neighborhood in Chicago. Set amidst these uh, Victorian homes mm. and its narrow streets and beautiful trees, and it's like a village. That's it's like I'm vi- going to visit this village, and it'll be full of all my friends in the booths because I've been in the business a long time. Sure. And wonderful art. So Chicago, Excellent. it's a great place. Excellent. Connie Mettler is an art fair expert. She's publisher of ArtFairCalendar.com. Connie, take care. Have a nice uh, visit to Chicago. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Rudy. Talk art fairs. Talk to Connie. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 52 minutes after the hour. Let me do a quick deal of the week here for you. We got that sounder there, Jeff? If you don't have it up, don't worry about it. All right. This is, this is, a, this is a deal aimed at guys. This is a guy's deal. Um, although I don't know why women can't go do this. Sounds like a lot of fun, too. Um, it, it's brought to you by, the deal is at Red, the Red Mountain Resort uh, in St. George, Utah. And they've got uh, uh, what they call a guy's uh, weekend deal going on here. But as I said, I don't know why women couldn't do it. 
Um, you go, you spend the weekend hiking and kayaking and you canyoneering. I wonder if that's a real word. I guess that means exploring canyons, canyoneering, rock climbing. Um, you're going to be surrounded by red rock bluffs and sandstone canyons. They call it an action-packed property. It's located near Zion and Bryce Canyon National Parks, only about 145 miles from the north rim of the Grand Canyon. You'll uh, do paddleboard yoga. This is obviously at your at your your decision. Sports training, etc. There are tons of uh, um, off trails for biking and walking and so on. You can do spa treatments. Etc. Etc. Anyway, uh, if you're interested in this, uh, RedMountainResort.com, $175 per person per night uh, for this package includes your choice of accommodations, three meals a day, daily guided morning hikes, unlimited fitness classes, healthy classes, uh, cooking demonstrations, complimentary Wi-Fi, blah 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 blah. Pretty good deal, $175 a night per person. Red Mountain, RedMountainResort.com. We talked, uh, oh, about a year ago, with one of the founders of FlightCar.com. Um, and wanted to check in and see how things are going with it. This is a service that lets you, when you instead of just parking your car at the airport and paying for parking, loan it out. Let somebody rent it and make some money while you're on your trip. Have your car make money for you. You'll get, it'll get returned all washed and clean to you. They got a million-dollar insurance. They pre-screen the renters. Uh, we're joined by Flight uh, Car co-founder. And uh, Rajul, uh, pronounce your name for me, please. Yeah, it's uh, Rajul Zaparte. Rajul Zaparte. Okay, Rajul Zaparte's co-founder of FlightGuard.com. Now, when, when I first talked uh, uh, on, this, on the air about FlightCom, I think you were only in San Francisco. Where are you now? Yeah, so now we're in uh, San Francisco, Boston, and uh, LAX. Oh, you're at LAX now. Terrific. All right, give a, you know, we've got uh, you know, just about three minutes. But, uh, so, so how do I, 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 register, I sign up as a guy who's uh, as a person who's willing to rent my car when I go to the airport? And then what? Yeah, so you go to flightcar.com, uh, you click on list your car, you know, list your make, model. It takes about 60 seconds when you're leaving, when you're coming back. Uh, and then on your day of travel, you come to our parking lot right near LIX, for example. Uh, we'll have one of our staff check you in on an iPad. It takes three to four minutes. And we'll have a town car, uh, like a black car service, uh, take you and drop you off curbside at whatever terminal you're departing from, so there's no shuttle or anything like that. And then when you return from your trip, uh, you can use our web app to request a pickup for our black car. You can call our toll-free line, and then we'll send the black car driver to come pick you up, bring you back to our parking lot. And by the time you get there, your car will be washed, vacuumed, ready to go. Uh, parking is always free, even if your car isn't rented. Wash and vacuum are always free, even if your car isn't rented. Uh, wow. And if your car is rented, you make between $0.05 cents and $0.20 cents per mile that your car is driven, and you'll get a check for that amount. All right, let's flip it around the other way. I want to rent, I want to rent from FlightCar.com. What do I do? Yeah, you just go to FlightCar.com, uh, very much the other way around. You click on Rent a Car. Uh, we sell different uh, vehicle classes, like a new SUV or a new compact and so forth. Uh, you rent, and then on your day of travel, when you, uh, when you land at your destination airport, um, same deal. You can call a toll-free toll line for a pickup or use our web app, and uh, we'll come pick you up, bring you back to our parking lot. And right when you get there, your car will be your rental car will be ready to go. Uh, it'll be washed, vacuumed, um, and at the front of the parking lot. And then when your rental ends, you just pull back in, drop it off, and then we'll have the town car service drop you off uh, right at the airport. Now, am I going to pay less from FlightCar.com than I am from a rental car company for a car? Of course, uh, we have the lowest rates uh, at LAX, Boston, Logan, and SFI. Terrific. And uh, we also include uh, free insurance, and we don't upsell you on car seats or GPS or anything like that. That's all free, and that's all included. Terrific. And you say, I'm looking at your website, you have rates from $15 a day, including all taxes and fees. Do you not have to charge those big airport taxes? 
Uh, we do pay uh, the airport some fees, but they're uh, they're sort of split up in a different way. I see. Okay. Well, I, uh, it's a great idea. I'm glad you've. Uh, are you planning to go to other cities soon? Yes. Uh, Seattle is actually next. Uh, that'll be launched in the next couple of months, um, and then many more to follow between this year and next year. Well, there you go. So it works two ways. If you've got a car and you want to leave it at the Boston or San Francisco or LAX airports and have it rented out, so to speak, while you're traveling and make a little money on it, you can. And if you're a renter looking for a less expensive rental car, try it. I will try it next time I'm in LAX, Rajul. I will definitely try it because I come in there all the time and I usually rent off property. So... Uh, to save money, but you're not far off property. It'd be much easier than my taking the big blue bus into Santa Monica for a dollar. Yeah, glad, glad to hear. Rajul uh, Zapardi is the co-founder of Flight Car. Check it out at flightcar.com um, and uh, see if this works for you, either as someone loaning out your car or as someone renting a car. And I gather there's different prices, whether it's a luxury vehicle or a regular sedan. Of course. Yeah, okay. All right. There you go. Thanks, Rajul. Nice, uh, nice to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Coming to the end of Rudy Max's World. By the way, you know, we from during the show, you'll hear that 800, that toll-free number, 800, I don't know what it is, but you hear it all the time, um, inviting you to call. Unless you're calling in when we're broadcasting live from 10 to noon on Saturday mornings, you probably won't get anyone, well, you won't get anyone answering live. Just leave a message. Tell me what time zone you're in, what your question is or comment. May have you on the show. May, uh, may appreciate a good idea you give us. Meanwhile, let's see you next weekend. I want to thank Jeff Ryder, my engineer, and Orbitz, our, our main sponsor. My executive producer is Janet Deasavino-McDonald. I'm Rudy Maxa. Travel safely. Talk to you next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.